Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. HD Smartcast. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, this is Manjula Narayan, National Books Editor, Hindustan Times, and this is the Books and Authors Podcast. It's a weekly podcast where I speak to authors who've got a new book out. Today I have with me Pooja Changoiwala, who's written this very interesting book, Gangster on the Run. So Pooja, uh, you know, I really enjoyed the book. It's very gripping and also, but not besides just being about this guy from Dombivli who's a gangster and who turns his life around. It, it's also very clear to me when I read it that there's a lot of research that went into it. So talk about, let's start with that. So let's start with how you thought of doing this book, actually. So uh, basically, I was interviewing Rahul for a long form story that I was writing for an American publication. And we were sitting by the promenade at Marine Drive and we were talking for about six hours. And in that first meeting, I realized that this man was walking around with a book in his belly because, you know, you hear of uh, gangster sagas. There are a lot of gangster sagas. There are stories of villains, mm. there are stories of murderers. But this mm. story was not just crime and punishment, you know, it was also survival and redemption. It's a story mm. of second chances. So that's what appealed to me the most. And the first roadblock was trying to convince him to talk, which he wasn't willing to do. But then after mm-hmm. a lot of pursuing, as all of us journalists do, what we're mm-hmm. infamous for, I think he agreed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then the research was quite uh, actually traumatizing because I had to dig out documents which were a decade old. I had to find officers who were in service in office two decades ago. I had to mm-hmm. convince his gangmates. I mean, there, there's some people from the underworld who have also spoken, but they mm-hmm. prefer to be anonymous. So getting these people to talk, you know, it was a lot of... Uh, uh, persuasion. It was a lot of uh, follow-ups, but then I think uh, eventually it all turned out for the best. Like I met them like dozens of times, and they were willing to open up eventually. So yes, that's what um, I mean. If you if you think the research is great, I think all these people need to be credited who who offered their time and who offered their opinions, their views, and uh, their recollections of the time. Hmm. But it's very clear to me that, you know, it's because of your background as what a crime reporter, yes. who, uh, you know, a very solid background. Is, that's why you've managed to write this book, right? <laughs> with Hindustan Times. Hindustan Times has trained me, I should say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was with HT for three years and hmm. I was working with a prolific uh, crime bureau head called Mr. Stavan Desai. And uh, I think it's all, you know, he is known for his investigative journalism and he taught, taught us to dig. So I think, yes, that that training helped a lot. Uh, it's And I mean, I, I, I think uh, I am crazy about paperwork. I need to have paperwork in place, which which always helps in making things more comprehensive, you know, and more uh, authentic and more uh, real also. How did you stumble on this guy to begin with? 
Um, uh, it was actually another senior reporter from Hindu Sun Times who introduced me to him. Uh, his name is Devashish Panikrahi, and uh, he had heard of him from this crime branch officer called Mr. Hmm. Vinayak Watts, and uh, who was mentioned, who appears in the book. Yes, yes. So basically, Rahul was a gangster, an underworld hitman. He was an extortionist. He was an alcoholic. He was on trial. He came out clean. after arguing his own cases and then everybody was summoning him because he he was the right hand of an important gangster of mm. uh, uh, like you know he he was part of a very big syndicate so mm. all the cops were hounding him even after he came clean but vinayak watts was one man who told him ki okay if you're running we'll let you be we will not bother you and he told his colleagues also so that's mm. the first validation that rahul got as a reformed man so mm. uh, Vinak was the one who told Devuda about uh, Rahul, and I learned about Rahul from uh, Devishish Panikrahi. Okay, but what an amazing story this guy has! <laughs> yeah, and it's like, uh, I mean, it's 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 a story of second chances, I believe, more than anything else. You know, it's a story of hope. Uh, mm. I mean, I feel all of us are inherently dreamers, right? I mean, mm. we either want health, wealth, relationships, spirituality, or I need to do something for the world. And with people like Rahul, you realize that if he can do it, we can too. We are born in privilege, right? And mm. if you look at anybody who's achieved anything great, I mean, for example, APJ Abdul Kalam. Where does he come from? From small town. I mean, so unlikely the story. If you look at football it's we look at pele i mean so rahul to me was you know uh under decorated story mm. like that success story like that and we find very few of those in journalism right so i wanted mm. to capture this in a book that's how it mm. came about okay so it's the turnaround that attracted you right yeah the, yeah absolutely the transformation of this person from yeah, because that is rare no that is yes. not your of that you've not see that uh yeah, and it takes really. a lot yeah it takes it's so easy to be stuck in the rut to you know just keep drowning in that quicksand it's so easy to do that and so mm. feel like as you've seen i mean there's somebody who was telling me you feel now he'll turn his life around now he'll turn but he keeps falling down and i think that's mm. so human right that is so true for yeah. all of us mm. so, yeah that's yeah but though he was a gangster clearly he had i mean you know he had a good side to him because mm. i mean if he's kept his friends and he's kept his family despite being as you've described it you know his mm. despite being so badly behaved mm. if people still stuck with him then clearly he had a core of goodness in him in any you know despite all the all that he did i do not know if he had that core i think his family had that core because his family did not let him go i mean even till the end they were paying his bills they were uh, lawyers bills they sold off the little jewelry that they had so his parents were the one who did not let let him go so i think, uh, i'm sure even he would not take the credit for that that you know i mean he was a complete uh, menace and mm. there were people who really loved him and i think all of us need those kind of people and those were the ones who eventually saw him through because his don eventually abandoned him because probably because yes. he had become too useless because of his drug addictions and alcoholism mm. so he was probably too useless but then his family came through they saw him through this Hmm. And they went through a lot, right? I mean, the father and the mother and the brother, the yeah. brother-in-law, all these people. Gosh, I, I can imagine it must have been a, a. It's a huge thing. 
yeah imagine i mean your son is breaking the tv i mean he's just throwing the tv to the floor because he's pissed because you just told him something i mean how do you deal with that kind of violence inside a home i mean yeah. you know like gunshots are heard of outside but what what if he's bringing a pistol to his house i mean mm. no parent can bear that right and plus yeah. he had the like as you must have read he had become a near schizophrenic Mm. But this time when he was standing in the shower for four hours, he did not open the, the door. They, they was, he was not responding to their calls. They had mm. to break the door down and he was just standing under the shower blankly looking at nothing. I mean, imagine finding your son in that state. I, I cannot even. So even now, when, when I spoke to them, when I started talking mm. to them, his mother mm. still doesn't open up. You know, Despite so many meetings, uh, mm. his mother still doesn't open up. But uh, his father was uh, pretty forthcoming and eventually he started talking, but uh, he is still resistant when he talks about those days. You know, I mean, there's a marked difference in his uh, uh, body language. I mean, he looks to the floor. He's still ashamed of the past. But I think Rahul has made up for it because when he talks about his present, he sounds as proud. So Mm. two extremes, really. Okay. So what, what, how did, you know, what was your relationship with your subject, you know, with, with Rahul Jadav? I mean, I can see that he, um, uh, I mean, you managed to build a lot of trust with him for him to open up like this, for you to know all these things. Hmm. Hmm. It happened eventually, for example. Uh, I mean, there are certain things that he told me uh, on day one when I was doing that story but then there are many other things that came out of you know things that he was ashamed of that he was really ashamed of for instance there was a time when he was drinking so much that uh, he was not eating at all and he could not control his bowels and there was mm. a time when he uh, defecated in his pants so mm. this was the thing that he told me I think this was the last thing he told me because he was so embarrassed of it more than anything mm. else more than the bar dancers more than the brothels more than his failed love everything mm. I think this was most embarrassing to him so so it all came out slowly, but mm. it came steadily. So, I mean, I think like for, uh, I sh- I'm sure you understand as a journalist, you require to re- build a relationship with your sources. Mm. I think Rahul and I worked, both of us worked really hard on the relationship because we wanted to get the story out. And even he somewhere wanted to get it out because, you know, even he really feels he is a little, uh, has a little bit of distrust in the reform system. And mm. he hopes that his story can help others, you know, it can build faith. Yeah. 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 Because those stories, I mean, not just his story, you know, the story of what's happening around him, like the torture and being right. hung upside down and being beaten. I mean, th- this is not, you know, uh, we know of it, but then this is somebody who's been through it. Right. So, right. Yeah, I, I found know. that also very interesting. And the prison life inside the prison and the relationships right. that right right thank you in fact uh, i'm glad you noticed that because i wanted to you know highlight that part as to not just about the gangster life but also the aftermath you know like how what the prison life is like how they're smoking charas inside the prison the book also includes um i mean also gives you incidental knowledge and it's a real true crime story so there, there's an added um, sort of importance to it right right so you want to walk with your protagonist, right? I mean, when and when he goes through it, you feel uh, you feel more uh, empathy. You you're more more moved by it. And I think you know, I did put in a lot of effort in exposing that side also, because that is also integral to the whole uh, 
reformation process, the whole judicial process. Because, uh, I mean, if you see, uh, the prison life is also so interesting. He he learned his lessons. He, he, he fought his own. He argued his own cases. And he got training from a, a terrorist. And yes. so you also get to see the demeanor of a terrorist inside the prison. So I think those... I, and I think uh, his story is interesting also because he's had some really interesting characters. You know, for example, he's had uh, Shahid Azmi. Uh, yes. He has had uh, Vijay Salaskar. He has had this terrorist. Mm-hmm. He has had that Bhaijan who, who is an aged sharpshooter and mm-hmm. guides him through his journey in the underworld. So mm-hmm. I think all these characters, I was fortunate that he had met these characters who, who mm-hmm. brought a lot of... Uh, lot more spice, in fact, you know, to mundane things and to regular things. So, yeah, mm. I think his story in itself uh, is quite intriguing. So, all I had to do was write it down, you know. Mm. And though his gang is kind of polarized, I mean, with with his uh, boss being so anti, you know, calling Shahid Azmi uh, a Pakistani and, you know, mm. things like that, being so uh, communal, he himself seems to be not that sort of person. He seems to be more uh, taking people as they come for them uh, as individuals, right? Right. So he was more about the money. He was never about uh, these ideologies and beliefs. So, you know, uh, this was a time when gangsters were using, gang lords were using this uh, whole uh, religious uh, aspect to gain Mm. favor with politicians, to gain favor with right-wing businessmen. So that's why uh, Daud, I mean, a lot of them opposed Daud because he was uh, uh, accused of orchestrating the 1993 blast. So under in, in that light, these people got the chance saying, Are, uh, we are against Daud because he's a terrorist, hum to Hindu hai, and we will protect our Hindu Raj. So mm-hmm. they were like, and Rahul never fell for that because I think somewhere he saw the deceit, you know, somewhere he knew it was just about the money and no matter, uh, even if you justify your killing saying that you are doing for the love of your Hindu Raj. He knows that the underlying uh, intention is the money. And I think that way he's been very honest with his job that he knew it was money and he... (laughs) The honest criminal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like an honest criminal, like a dedicated one-track mind. He's not bothered about anything else. That's Pooja Chengoiwala talking to me about her book, Gangster on the Run, the true story of a reformed criminal. And what a story it is. Catch the rest of the conversation in part two. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.
Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.